Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. We have a very special guest with us today, Laura C. Now, Laura is going to be coming to do some uh, the of the well, all of the worship music for us at the Restoration of All Things conference in March. That's March 18 through the 22nd. And so, Laura, we so we are so excited to have you coming for that, and so excited to get to meet you online yes. here for the first time. And again, I've got my beautiful wife Adina with me, so. We are going to have a good time learning about your journey and how you have come to where you're at today. So, Laura, again, thank you for being on here. So one of the first questions we usually ask everybody is, uh, how did you get to where you're at today? Because uh, you obviously are bringing some worship music to this movement that, you know, that we're all in that uh, uh, really resonates with the movement. And just curious, have you always been kind of in this flow of this movement and and um, you know a lot of people have been in the flow but rejected and now we're coming into a place where a lot of these people are are finding their place Uh, did you have to come out of the church box or have you always kind of walked in this well it's pretty funny because God has me actually leading worship at a very large Presbyterian church oh really (laughs) which which is his sense of humor but it's also a blessing because they're, you know, their family. Um, I'm not Presbyterian. I've never been Presbyterian, but um, God has just allowed allowed me through some real definitive supernatural experiences to direct this path and show me what my assignment was. And so um, it's really. It's been just super exciting, and and Nancy Cohen and Shannon Bates were really instrumental in allowing Miles and putting Miles and I together, and the drummer Jason. Yeah. Um, and she just gave us this really. They just gave us this really safe, almost womb space. Wow. To uh, step in to our assignment and to really let God develop it. So, but my- I, I so love that everybody's journey is unique and some people are meant to stay in that place and to release what God has given them within the church age. Others are you know, called to move on. And so love to hear more of, of your journey about that. Well, what uh, the father told me was, it's not what you sing, it's what you carry. Yes. So. Um, once I just made peace that whatever I'm releasing um, is coming through him and on my breath, my DNA and his DNA comes on our breath, then I guess I just made peace that I could be singing Jesus Loves Me or a Bethel song. And what we carry is just yes. in that, right? Yeah. So those sounds and frequencies uh, are a part of who we are. So, yeah. Now you've been doing worship all your life. Um, I yes, I, I actually started um, in the Christian being groomed to do 
you know, Christian music recording contract when I was like 18. Um, then I got uh, extremely uh, hurt by Christian um, leadership in the music business. And I moved to Hollywood and said, I'm going to protect myself and that will never happen again. So I ended up working in like really intense secular music um, for 10 years. And I didn't step into a church for like 10 years. Wow. So um, this is all full circle and mm -hmm. really healing and restorative. Um, Cause my journey had to do a lot with uh, restoration from addiction, long-term addiction. And um, so it's all been just such an incredible gift. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I've been listening to your album um, on, on YouTube for oh, the last... Or the, the Quantum Love one? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. That's so... Uh, and I, I love it. It's been been fantastic, and so I'm I'm very eager to hear what you're going to bring to the the conference. Uh, very excited about that. But I want to go back to, you know, were you in the church box, and was there a time where you kind of got the aha and started crossing over? You know, if you know Nancy and Shannon, that's probably <laughs> going to push you in that direction <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> but um, yeah, just what, what has been your journey? And I'm kind of looking for the testimony so that people that maybe are, you know, are or were in, in a similar place that you might have been, um, how did you kind of cross over? What were some of the steps and, and challenges that you faced in, in stepping into where you're at now? Well, I grew up in the church, but I never... I had a relationship, a personal relationship with uh, Jesus, just really young, and I never, um, I, I didn't read a ton of scripture, I didn't, even though I was in the church the whole time, I didn't get a lot of religion on me because the truth would always, I was just really um, spiritually discerning even at a young age, and so what was truth would resonate with me and things that weren't, I would just shred. And so um, when I was first introduced to whatever, well, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and woke up speaking in tongues. And, um, and what happened, the way God did it for me is I began to see in the Spirit really clearly. And he led me to you know, Ian Clayton and um, some of the other teachers, Dr. O, he led me to them to confirm what he was already showing me in the spirit. So he actually did things a little backwards with me, but everything resonated so strongly. And the experiences I had were just <clears throat> so profound that they were life-changing. Wow. Wow. Like, you know, I went into a trance I, I i went into a supernatural encounter for 48 hours mm. and went in one person and came out another person okay so that's pretty significant w when did that happen five years ago maybe five years ago five or six years yeah five or six years ago i'm super bad with time Holy, <laughs> <laughs> i'm untethered from time hallelujah so, <laughs> so 
you went into a 48 hour trance, you went in as one person, you came out a different person. You mind sharing some of what went on during that time? Sure. So um, the way it worked out is I had suffered with migraines my whole life and my husband was used to me disappearing. Um, I'm a mom, I have two kids and a wonderful husband. And um, so he was used to me like going into a dark room for several couple days sometimes. Hmm. Uh, but this time he just thought I had a headache. I thought I had a migraine and he took care of the kids, took care of the house, the dog and left me alone for two days. And I was just gone in oh, wow. heaven the whole time. And during that time, um, Jesus met me. He took me to a realm, a place in heaven. And he began to unpack my scroll for me hmm. and just began to talk to me about my assignment. Um, when I, if I can back up a second, I had begun yeah. to see so clearly like HDTV behind my eyeballs. So wow. it was, wow. you can imagine what that was like for someone who would never really, who only closed their eyes and saw black, you know, yeah. for all those years. And then, um, thank God, he, he, everything fell into place as he began to just teach me about sound and frequency and colors and um, about what my assignment was. But during this time, I had had this encounter where um, almost like a hologram, this was before the encounter, these men in white linen had come around me in a circle and they began to circle around me and they just were nodding. And I didn't know much, I didn't know about the men in white linen. Um, I just knew they looked ancient, like I had the sense that they were ancient and they were all in white. And so when one of the men really stood out to me, he looked me right in the eye. And um, when I was in this encounter with Jesus, um, he sat me down in this theater at this grand piano and began to talk to me about my assignment. Um, something moved behind the curtains, like on the stage, and out came that man. Hmm. And um, I said, and he sat down with Jesus. He was dressed in this beautiful jewel encrusted robe. And, and I said, who are you? And he said, Zephaniah. Oh, wow. And I said, Zechariah? <laughs> and he said, no, Zephaniah. And I was so embarrassed because I just, I hadn't really read at that time that particular book you know um and so he began to sit next to me and i i understood that that was a council that had come around me and mm. that i had been invited to observe a particular council in heaven and he <clears throat> called it the council of the sounds of heaven wow wow and so um so I was taken there. Um, during this 48 hours, literally Jesus walked me through every, he went pre-birth and took me, I'm adopted. And so he took me through the trauma of 
my birth and the rejection and dealing with that literally through every major event um, in my life and walked me through it and I didn't know what we were doing but we were basically doing gate cleaning you know we were yeah. walking through yeah. events he was uh, he would have me look at an event then he would have me see it from his eyes what the what he and so that reframed it yeah and then he would have me take responsibility for it and then appropriate his blood over it and then release it and i just got massive massive healing hmm. and um <clears throat> And he, he's so, you know how he's so symbolic. So I kept seeing these giant um, earth movers and like tractors and doing all sorts of work. And I kept thinking, oh my gosh, there's like tractors in heaven. There's earth movers in heaven. <laughs> but now I, I look back and it was symbolic of what he right. was doing as he was rewiring my yeah. and getting rid of like so much old stuff. So that was really fascinating. And I met several of my angels and their function. Um, but just the majority of the time was really about um, my assignment and then working through all the trauma and getting rid of so that by the time I woke up, I literally was a different person. I thought different, I saw different and um, it was pretty trans transformational. Now, coming out of that, did you in, uh, did it change you in such a way that you began to share things with people, or or you know, be differently and get? Did you get any pushback? How did you deal with that? <laughs> I had, a, as Nancy says, I had a lot of zeal and very little wisdom <laughs> at the time. So, um, God brought he's so gracious because he brought me this woman um who also goes to our church and he she was walking in this as well and she we had this like little ecclesia kind of underground of people that were wanting more 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 and this particular woman that he brought me and um and then Brett, do you know Brett? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So he also brought Brett. So we had this little bench um, of, and she had been taught in the secret place like me. So she had had the same thing where God was using these teachers to confirm <laughs> stuff. So, and Brett had been taught in the secret place. So we had like, we got to walk together and mm. um, really that was, that made all the difference, you know, because I could say, God gave me a safe place to tell these people anything that happened. Um, and I didn't have to, I didn't have to get a lot of pushback, but there's some major pushback happening uh, at the moment. And it's all good because um, I can't really go into it yeah that's fine they could maybe they could watch you know, right no this, um, they think i'm weird enough as it is yeah but, but yes all all i'm telling you is that god is using every single yeah. pushback and he's not letting us leave and he's having us love them 
Because yeah. um, our, you know, when that happens, your natural nature is to just run, yeah. right? And and he's not letting us. Mm-hmm. And so that's interesting. And it's so good that you're in tune to what Father's doing, so that you you know that, because uh, you know a lot of the times the the pushback from other people is, you know, if we're in our if we're in a good place for ourselves, then. That pushback, unfortunately, is something that they're just doing to push us away because they're not comfortable with us anymore. Um, but at the same time, it's like, for the most part, we're, we're still comfortable with them. Yeah. And that begins to show. And, you know, anyway, there's, 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 that's another whole road we could go down, but it's a lot of, a lot of good stuff there. But I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to frame it in the way that you are, you know, when we can come to the place of seeing that everything that comes to us father has plans you know for our own good and you know for those around us as we walk it out even when it's painful absolutely um, we've been through those painful moments as well so we understand yes i'm seeing that so many have in this stream you know and um a lot of times it's it's easy to leave and find a new group a new tribe but the truth is, is we're called as priests, the priests walk through the whole temple. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he was responsible for the whole temple. And so we're learning, we're just all learning our priestly functions. Exactly. And and the thing is, as we're moving forward, you know, uh, and, he, and he's kind of putting it, taking us from one part of the, the, the sanctuary to another, you know, the one part of the temple to another, that we are learning. But the fact is, for the most part, we have come to a place where we trust him and we're able to be moved and with not quite so much kicking and screaming (laughs) (laughs) and you know and and these days i can say that i some of it you know i even enjoy the the differences and the challenges you know i talk about being in my right mind when i'm in my right mind i can see the challenge see what it is see what it's for and just engage with it and respond well um, there's still a few times here or there that I don't, you know, respond out of my right mind, and, and I end up, uh, you know, getting myself into, you know, a, a, a place where I'm not enjoying it, and I'm actually kind of operating out of the old systems again. And but it's all a growth thing for all of us, and this is the process that we're all going through. I hear you. I've just decided that everything that happens is an invitation. Yes. yes. I just exactly. have to. There's just, no bad. Nope. I just have to get the word on what's at the invitation to, and it's usually love. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The you most know, important thing. I just call them the challenges. You know, these are the challenges that help us level up to get closer to our perfected self. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, do you have a a message that's kind of on your heart right now? I mean, I don't know if you go around and speak any, or if you uh, you know are basically just sharing what you share through worship. But if there were a message that you, that the fathers put on your heart for this season, um, you know what is that? And um, we didn't talk about this, but usually I ask these three questions to people okay. the first time I have them on the show, and we usually kind of take twenty minutes for the three questions. So this is the second question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just just to let you know now that we're already in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I don't. You know, um, I just know what he's doing with me. Um, and with our group, our little Ecclesia, is he's, a lot of us, a lot of the people I've seen are in some major 
fire of the maturing refining process mm -hmm. and um, I just know that he's been really teaching us how to get out of the boat get out the boat and step mm -hmm. you know and step out and and we've had in this stream a lot a few years of a lot of teaching and a lot of learning and I really believe it's the season now where we're it's like the times here you're you got to start practicing and walking it out yeah. um, and you know doing some maturing so that's, that's how so what good. we've been feeling yeah um, yeah and and for us and for me personally it's just really trusting that because I don't really consider myself a worship leader in particular. My assignment is more, I consider an ascension leader. That's know, good. Um, and then ministering through music. Because yeah. <laughs> my assignment is more healing and singing over people. And frankly, nobody sings with me when I sing for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, I, they just never have because you know i would i would lead worship and and people would just engage and never sing so i just stopped singing i was like okay i'm not going to sing songs that people know anymore i'm just going to do what he shows me yes and, um, so yeah for me personally it's just the it's just trusting the flow and trusting that it's always there and just i just sing what i see and just taking my seat and singing from my seat in his heart so I think that's one of the hallmarks of um, the this next age is that worship is not necessarily going to be singing a, a, a rote song but it's going to be singing always something fresh always something new from the heart of the Father and that it's always, like you said, it's leading us into ascension time so that we can engage with the Father. And, and that's what we've been doing with uh, at Kingdom Equipping Center with our, our Sunday gatherings. Um, mm -hmm. We've been, uh, you know, she plays keyboard and, and sings and I just lead an ascension and mm. it kind of just goes back and forth. And, you know, we encourage everybody online and in the room to engage and to share what they're, they're seeing. And uh, most of the time, well, in fact, I'd say all the time, we get some engagement. Other times, we get a lot of engagement, which is really good. But to me, that's worship. Yeah. And when I go and I listen to you know regular worship, most of the time, for me, it's more of a soulish thing. But there's, there's nothing necessarily wrong yeah, with that. Yeah. But it's more of a soulish thing, and I can enjoy that. You know, my soul can enjoy that. It's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm really searching for is the spiritual ascension where my spirit gets to engage and it just feels so good. I love it. Now for yeah. the Presbyterian church, do you have to do, you do normal songs or are you able to flow? Um, a little of both. Okay. I, in, on the mornings, I mean, it's the big, you know, big screens and the, um, and the cameras and the live stream it's the you know more of a Bethel type experience on Sunday mornings but three years ago God gave me a blueprint for uh, a once a month evening called freedom worship oh wow and I've been able to 
do a version of you know kind of what I what I do um, when I lead worship when I minister I've been able to do a version there and we have some painters and really the first three years were just teaching people how to soak yes yeah because it was new yeah. to them and how to go in and engage and now we're moving into um, I think a more interactive experience yeah. and it's just a, a an encounter night and the testimonies have just been incredible I bet uh, at this church of what people have engaged so that's beautiful I love it yeah it's really <laughs> it's it's really wonderful God is good and there is a place for you know the I think we're finding out the corporate worship thing or the corporate praise thing um, is incredibly unifying and brings unity but what we're finding is it doesn't necessarily mean everyone singing in lockstep yeah I what I really love is when everyone releases their individual unique sounds yeah, yeah. that God has given them and and releases that and it becomes this beautiful orchestra cacophony of sound and frequency to me that's corporate worship yeah. but you know we still respect and work within the the framework of whatever whoever's hosting us right yeah that's so good, good. Yeah. so um how about some experiences that maybe would uh, be phenomenal to share uh, that you feel comfortable sharing that you've experienced while leading worship uh, anything come to mind um you mean oh so yeah we've had some really um amazing stuff so do you know miles yes and yes. in fact we're we're hoping he's going to be here at the conference we haven't yeah. been able to get any word back from him yet that he would yeah, be he, he knows okay good I, okay yeah he knows he he knows you guys reached out to him but so miles and i and jason mm -hmm. um jason crock uh really form a bench when we worship together and we my what miles carries is so profound because there's a combination of what he carries on his breath and then that instrument mm -hmm. that really affects people's water mm -hmm. and also affects regionally water and deals with um deals with reformatting and reworking people's water as god changes what's happening inside of them and Jason is fascinating because Jason actually got a download and a blueprint for a Seven Spirits of God drum kit. Wow. And um, I, I, I didn't bring the picture, I'm so sorry. Uh, so he got the exact specifications by God for each hmm. drum and which spirit it represents. Hmm. Um, and when he plays them, you can literally, many people have seen the rainbow coming off wow. of like pillars of light in different colors, the seven spirits. Wow. And that's such an anointed kit. And when he plays it, he plays so prophetically, he plays what he sees and um, he really breaks up structures in side people um, and he plays, 
drums in a way I've never really heard anyone play. Now, where's he from? He lives in Connecticut. Okay. Yes, and um, I live in Philadelphia, and Miles lives in Colorado, and we literally only get together to worship. That's it. We don't rehearse. We just meet and ascend together and entangle, and then release what we, the scroll. We access the scroll for every event and then release it. So um, it's been, the things that I've seen have been incredible when we operate as a bench because people will often come to us and say, what's happening to me, right? Like, why do, what is happening? Why am I vibrating like this? Why am I feeling like this? Why do I think that this got healed? And um, just because the the sounds and the frequencies um, that are being released are activating stuff and tearing down structures inside of them. So it's just been really phenomenal to see God, how he does things, you know, how he uses frequency. Hey there, thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. So you've used some terms and language that uh, I know that not all of our viewers would really understand because mm-hmm. uh, you talked about it, uh, your music uh, affecting the, the waters. And you've also talked about, you know, the the um, the tearing down of, of the structures and so forth. So, do you mind just diving in a little bit more to share with our audience what that actually means? Well, so we're almost eighty percent water, and I think the best way to understand it is if you looked at Google Cymatics, C Y M A T I C S. That used to actually be our intro music for this show. What the, the cymatics with? Oh, I can't really? remember. Yeah, the the guy that um, made the video with all the you know. Oh, electronic, Nigel, Nigel. Yes, Nigel. Yes. Yeah, yes. <clears throat> I, I got permission from him to use it for the beginning of our show. Oh, but, I love uh, that stuff. But he's actually <laughs> activating um, and using cymatics. The uh, to learn about it also is you know Dr. Massimo Emoto. And yes. yes, yeah. He actually breaks it down in a way that, that helps us understand. So, you know, the micro is the macro. So the if we're the micro, then it's also, um, it also shows the effect of sound and frequency on the greater, the bigger yes. waters, right? right? The waters in us and the waters above and the waters in the atmosphere. So, so yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, um, we've encountered uh, water angels. Uh, in fact, um, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel being one of the angels of the water, and 
you know, we tend to think of, oh, here's an angel, a spirit, you know, that is engaged with the waters or that we can engage with in terms of the waters. The waters out there generally is what we think. But what we need to also recognize is that, like you said, we're 80% water. It's like, I would like to be able to engage with that as well. And then the air that I breathe has water in it. I mean, water's everywhere almost. Well, and in scripture, remember the angel at the uh, pool, beautiful, mm -hmm. that troubled the waters? Nice. Yeah. That was a frequency yes. released into the waters. And um, that was somatics in action, right? Yeah. No, and it's just all through scripture. So it's just fascinating. And what we're doing is we're just beginning to step into the understanding of all this because as we step further and further into it, as we believe it more and more, then and honor it more and more, we I, I'm thoroughly convinced that we will begin to receive from heaven the scrolls and the blueprints to understand the fullness of those frequencies that really, you know, you know, with the pool and so forth that, that we see in the scriptures. That those were just single instances here and there, but as maturing sons, as we are getting closer and closer again to our perfected self, that we, you know, get to that place where we're no longer uh, carrying anything in us that the enemy can reach in and you know tweak it and cause us to <laughs> get out of, be out of our right mind. Um, that uh, you know, once as we're getting closer, that more and more of that's going to be downloaded to us as in humanity. And the thing is, um, you know. This may not sit well with a lot of Christians, but you know the Father downloads things. He, you know, his his rain, you know, comes on the the just and the unjust. His sun shines on the just and the unjust. He will pour it out to those who are ready and willing. And there's a lot of people outside of Christianity who know how to love better than those who are in Christianity, who are supposed to be serving and engaging with the one who is love, which is kind of sad, but. You know this movement of where we're becoming more and more you know closer to you know becoming mature sons that we are engaging we are encountering we are having the intimacy that is drawing us closer and closer to that love that we're supposed to be walking in so we just need to get the word out so that more and more people know where to go to get that intimacy and to get that love in a greater measure so that we can all be walking together amen and a lot of you know there's a lot of tools out there there's a lot of um you know, people are using the oils, essential oils, and people and are using, you know, different frequencies, like changing their tuning to 432 and 444, and um, singing bowls and all these mm -hmm. tools. And I asked God, I said, do I need to be doing that? And I really felt that he was showing me that it's like the fivefold ministry. These are training tools they're teaching tools until yes. right. ultimately we are going to become the frequency yes. and so they right help on. us learn the principles of frequency like i really didn't know much about um sound and frequency even though he talked a lot to, to me about it and gave me the some of the mechanics behind it until I dealt with the oils and started using some of these other tools, it didn't hit, you know what I mean? It made, it didn't really make sense yeah. as much as it does now. But yeah, that's the goal ultimately to just become the frequency because as we release 
the higher sound and the higher frequencies, all the lower frequencies will come into order and be raised up. Because really what we're finding out, it, it seems that God is showing me that it's all about tuning, retuning, right? So um, <clears throat> what is released retunes, especially through music. Well, as you know, when you hear a speaker that is releasing revelation and it's resonating with you like crazy, that's retuning your brain, right? Mm -hmm. And your thinking. And I just really feel like he's using music and sound and frequency to tune different parts of the body and the soul back to their original intention. So, so good. Kind of what I'm finding. Yeah, I mean, it, it's transforming and transfiguring, and you know, it's it's doing all of that, and you know, pretty much anything and everything that goes on carries a frequency. So it is about the frequency and about the energy. We're using frequency where the new age has used energy, but at the same time, you know, we need to be redeeming and just pulling back into the kingdom what really belongs to us. So whether you use energy or frequencies. It's, you know, it's all accomplishing the transformation that we all need to go through in order to become who we're called to be. Exactly. Well, yeah, God showed me early on that um, the New Age movement, whatever uh, you want to call it, the world had taken what was originally released to the body and they rejected it as a, out of fear. Yeah. And... Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, all these principles, there's always a counterfeit to anything that's authentic. And usually they take a lot of truth and a little mixture and um, present it. And what we're learning is just all about source, right? Yeah. What's the source? Yeah, source and intention, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just, you know, we're talking about frequency, but even going back, you had mentioned about that time period that you got disillusioned and hurt in the church and was out for 10 years and how i know a lot of our listeners have been through a lot of pain in the church for you to continue going where you are you couldn't maintain any of that bitterness because that's a frequency um, and so if you don't mind just sharing a little bit of your journey of transformation through you know pain offense hurt whatever into where you are now. Um, just tell us a little more about that. Well, literally so much was broken off. I mean, I had a lot of stuff. I'm surprised it only took 48 hours because I'm sure it <laughs> 48 years in heaven's time because it was being dealt with outside of time. Yeah. But yeah, I had a lot of stuff. And um, it's it's amazing. Do you know Pam and Steve? Yes. Uh, yes. I'm with Oaks Rising, yes. so I just was with them for five days in Florida, and I love what Oaks Rising is doing about rewriting your story. I agree. Yes. yes. Because that's basically the process that I went through, and I love the way they're um, walking people through this process and um, teaching them how to go directly to the Father and handle their stuff. And mm -hmm. um, it's really needed in this stream because a lot of people tell, you know, a lot of the leaders tell you how to do it, but it's not really their assignment, the leaders. They're mm -hmm. revelators and, you yes. know, revelators and they're 
walking ahead, but there's been very little of how to actually do it. Yeah. And so I love what Pam and Steve are doing. Um, and it's really just reframing all of it is seeing it through the father's eyes. Yeah. And what I was most blown away by is the way at this retreat, we just seamlessly partnered with them, Miles and I, as they were doing this process and God would just give us a song that undergirded wow. exactly what they were doing and opened things up even further for people. But what blew me away is how quickly and easily people were able to see, people that had never seen before. Wow. So um, I just know that that God is, you know, walking through the whole, pro walking people through the process of taking responsibility for whatever we hold, yeah. seeing it through his eyes so it can be reframed and then appropriating, you know, his blood and then releasing, releasing that back out. And as you release, he's just, as I release stuff that he shows me, cause I just kind of keep short accounts now and I just yes. deal with whatever he shows me um, as he, as, anger, bitterness, generational stuff, as it leaves, it really does make a space for him to release love into it. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. more, one time Jesus made it so simple. He just said to me, um, cause I was having so much trouble with relational issues with people. And he just said, just picture my face on every single person you meet and mm -hmm. speak to me when you speak, me in them, when you speak to them, because they are all created in my image, and even it's if it's even if they're so covered in darkness that it's just a residue, or a faint glimmer of him, he's there. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. that alone helped me so much reframe um, how I see people and how I deal with people. That's so good, and mm -hmm. I I like the word you used, taking responsibility. Because I think in those places where we've been hurt or offended, it can be easy to go, well, you know, they did this to me and, you know, if they get it right or if they apologize or if they do that, then, you know, I can love them or whatever. But being able to not worry about that, but deal with our, ourselves, our own response and take that responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. And what I was most shocked during this, because uh, I've had many, many, many encounters like that 48 hours that was just the seminal one that was like where the majority of things got got handled but um what i was really blown away and this was the last of the religion going um <laughs> i was blown away that when the, he would show me something that i'd done and have me take responsibility for it the minute my nature was to go into condemnation mm -hmm. and he would say no stop yeah. That's not of me. I just wanted you to take responsibility for it. And then he would move me forward. And that, I guess, that really blew me away because everyone responds in, within their own natural personality and nature. But for me, it was like uh, the condemnation and the negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. He just yeah. would not let me engage. So that really was so freeing. 
And I, I think when the you're done with the negative, that negative talk, it's so freeing. You know, I yeah. was talking to some people recently and they were kind of talking about that negative self-talk and, you know, it was like, wow, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that, you know, <laughs> it, because it's just a whole different framework um, that we're walking through. And it's, it's so much freedom when that is not part of our daily yeah. life. Well, and I don't, I don't know if you've heard my, my testimony, but living in depression till I was 50 years old. And then basically once we started really moving in this, that um, through the courts of heaven, through, you know, multiple things, but coming to a place where, you know, I haven't had any depression for three wow. and a half, four years, and it's been absolutely Amazing. awesome. <laughs> yeah, especially for her. Yeah. Well, me too, obviously. Yeah. Absolutely. But but just uh, yeah, that negative stuff, and yet at the same time, and I've shared. There's probably going to be several shows where you know here recently where I've shared the same thing. But but moving here to Colorado Springs was you know I got into a very heavy work mode, getting things done and wasn't really paying attention to the lack of time that I, you know, quality intimate time that I was spending with father. And um, the, the negativity started to come back. And for about two days, I was, it was blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, how, where did I come into agreement with this? Because once you agree with the first negative thought, you know, that entity, the negativity, the frequency it's just like, of it. and the frequency of it, it just like opens up the door and here come all the others, you know? So anyway, but it only took, you know, a very little amount of time to go back and, and engage with the father in some intimate, quiet time and just get, get, you know, my perspective back where it needed to be. And, you know, very short time, you know, I mean, talking half a day or even that, but it's just, the tools are there and, you know, and that was good for me. It was one of those challenges where it's like, oh, okay, so there's still some stuff in me where I can still open those doors. <laughs> so just to get to that place of understanding, I am not invincible, but in him there are all the tools necessary for me to just re-engage and get back on track. Mm, that's amazing. And one thing that coming out of addiction, um, like I did and coming off, uh, I had a lot of healing miracles after that 48 hours coming off like the highest dose of Effexor and the highest dose of anxiety meds, cold mm -hmm. turkey, because he asked me wow. to. Um, it, one thing that was really a word that's been helping me now is mm -hmm. what I'm learning, there's a difference between being tested and approved mm -hmm. and failure. Because yeah. what happens is those things come back, the thoughts, and we immediately, even if we succumb to whatever it is, we interpret it and frame it up as failure. Mm -hmm. When the truth is, I really believe that we're being tested and approved yes. during the process. Absolutely. Yes. And so we don't have to be afraid anymore that if it came up again, that I haven't dealt with it properly. It's just, right. how else are we going to be approved if we're not tested? Exactly. Right? I call it the leveling up. Like I said, exactly. leveling up, you know, <laughs> one level after another, reaching that perfected self and, and yeah. you know, and, and understanding that the perfected self is who we really are. All this other stuff that we're doing is simply breaking out of the matrix of lies so that we can step into the truth of who we really are. Amen. And that's, that's, you know, the, that's the hardest part is sometimes in the old way of thinking and more especially more the evangelical just where the brokenness is embraced 
and um, to the point of <clears throat> it doesn't make it through the cross to the other side. There's a lot of altar, uh, there's a lot of stuff going right to the cross, take it to the cross, but it has been so framed up that that brokenness is forever that <laughs> or until you know as death yeah yeah, yeah. well it's like all the brokenness is piled up at the cross to where you know you can't get past it exactly <laughs> now exactly. when you when you lead an actual corporate worship how do you deal because there's quite a number of songs you know i found it's been hard to sing some of the corporate songs because it's like i don't want to i don't believe that, say that um and i know some worship leaders you know change the words of the song you know, to where they are now. I don't know if you've experienced that or. Um, I'm allowed to, at my church, I'm still allowed to choose the songs that I want okay. to do. So that. That's that good. But there are, I'm definitely aware of things like, wow, I, I thought that way three years ago, but I don't think that way now. You know? Yes. But, A lot of those. but that's okay. You know, it's all okay. And one time I asked God, I said, to Jesus, I said, um, don't those, you know, Jesus is my boyfriend songs, don't those bother you? And, you know, good, because they can, you know, there's a whole group of songs that are like really intimate like that. And don't some of these cheesy songs like bother you and doesn't this bother you? And he just said, listen, it's all about the heart. Yes. yes. I don't yes. care what they're <laughs> singing, it's the heart position. It's yeah. all about yeah. position. And so... We've had a lot of people come to us and say, you know, I just can't go to church anymore or go to the, my church or go to any church anymore because of the worship and, you know, all this stuff. And and uh, and there was a time where we had gone to some meetings and and it was, you know, the old style worship and, and I just was not able to engage. I just could not engage. And, and so I just went ahead and ascended to go see what the Father was doing. And the father just up there enjoying it. <laughs> he was just enjoying the worship with everybody. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, so I mean, got the same message, but it, with a yeah. different picture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, he loves it. He loves yeah. anyone whose heart position is turned toward him. Yeah. Anyone. Right? Yep. And I, I find, you know, if sometimes there's a worship song, if we're singing corporately, I'll just change the words because I, I do want what's coming out of my mouth to be you know, the truth. And I think there's one song that's popular right now that talks about my fear. And it's like, I don't want to claim fear. You know? oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, there's ways that even in a corporate setting, you can engage, but change the word slightly, you yeah, know, their fear. No. <laughs> no. Just kidding. <laughs> or, you know, it was, I will do this. And it's like, I don't want it to be, I will, you know, trust you it's like i do trust you mm. um you know just some little things like that that but again like you said it's it's the heart the heart yeah and you and you also you can't give what you don't carry yeah yeah you know and the people give <clears throat> what they what they believe yeah and you know that's well and the warning i would give to you know people that are in this place is that you know, the tendency is to feel like, you know, that we're better than them and we have something better that we carry and blah, 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 blah. When in reality, we are simply another piece of the body, another yeah. piece of the journey that we are, you know, if anything, we're privileged to be born into this time where we get to engage with this stuff. Mm 
But there is no reason for us to get prideful or arrogant and thinking that, oh, we're so much better than that or whatever it might be, but that we would in humility continue to engage and honor whatever environment we're in as long as it's, you know, not, you know, something opposing, you know, or something engaged with darkness, but, but that we would, you know, continue to walk in a humility that um, we can engage with others and as I've said before, that we can even ask, you know, how can I help you finish that well? You know, even though it's not what I'm doing, but mm-hmm. how can I help you in what you're doing? And that's what I love about what you're doing. Yes, you're doing that. Because you're right yeah. there in the midst of it and having a power and an influence um, and a blessing where you are. Thank you. Well, it's been it's been a challenge, and it, but it's been so glorious because it's using the temple again it's the outer court inner court and holy and holies that make the whole temple yeah right not just the holy of holies and i think sometimes we can tend to forget that and get so caught up with our own you know tribe these are my people well the whole body is your people right right? exactly you know the all god's children yeah all god's children amen Yeah. yeah so that's been that's been just a maturing process for me yeah. and I'm still on that journey obviously yeah if anything our journey that has got us to where we're at should also be something that we look at and realize that oh if it if I think I'm mature now I probably have a whole lot further to go <laughs> so I better not be getting all cocky about it you know <laughs> exactly exactly and everything in his kingdom is so neat because it's all built upon the other yes. right yes. The glory yes. to glory so it's like you know you can't have one without the other. We couldn't yeah. be here without that. We, we have to honor <clears throat> that yeah. process, like you said. So. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, well, just, so we got about uh, three or four more minutes. Um, I, I do want to ask you, do you have a little bit more time when we're done here? Because we do a little behind the scenes for our uh, partners. Oh, neat. And, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, any, any final thing you'd like to share with the public? Uh, our partners are just a few people that engage with us. So for the public, anything else? Um, I'm just so honored to just be um, born in this time, like you said, that where we can go straight to the throne and see what he's doing and release that in any way that he calls us to. And um, also to one of the one of the experiences I had in the Council of the Sounds of Heaven. Zephaniah was talking to me about sound and frequency and he explained it to me like this he said if your scroll is like a movie everyone every son is given a set of sounds and frequencies that they're born with that are almost like the soundtrack to their scroll and some of those sounds aren't necessarily musical like Nancy's is the restoration of all things that's one yeah. of her sounds and frequencies she's given so it's not just for us that are musicians and we can access that soundtrack as we access our soul as we access our scroll and also zephaniah three seventeen, when he is singing over us rena the hebrew word is like to to exult to cry out over us <laughs> He's literally releasing our um, our song over us. Mm-hmm. And when he gave me that song, You're a Word Out of Heaven, 
um, I just got it as a download and I didn't really know what I was singing because I got it at a conference and wrote it down as they were speaking and literally went up and started to sing it. Wow. And it wasn't afterwards when I began to unpack it and you know, we are not the word, yeah. but we are a word out of heaven and we are a song released out of heaven. And what's so beautiful about that is the way he showed me is, is he, um, he began, I began to hear people's songs. He began hmm. to, wow. and I, so I began to ask him, sing my song over me. And he would release this and show me the sounds and frequencies. And I really believe that when we hear things, when we hear songs, when we hear sounds, when we hear things that, that we, our soul leap or our spirit leaps at them, I really believe that we are hearing some of the soundtrack to our song, yes. to our scroll out of heaven, just the same way as that's when good. We, yeah. So, so that's, well, that's really been exciting. Have you, and maybe I missed, you might have already just said this, but have you ever, you know, kind of stepped into the heavens as uh, the Father leads and maybe, you know, step in over a person or for the benefit of a person and ask what their song is and get it downloaded that you could share with them? Have you done that? Um, so usually the sounds and frequencies that um, I'm hearing <clears throat> are not in some of them are not in this register yes some of them are not even sounds i've heard before mm -hmm. so it would be difficult for me to repeat them in a way yes. yeah. so um and they're usually a set in my experience so everyone can make it a different experience a set of sounds and frequencies that play almost in a loop Mm -hmm. They're repetitive, like you it, you can hear it as a loop. So that's just the way I've experienced it. Um, yeah, so. Well, that's so, good. So good. And how can people get a hold of your music? Or are you going to be doing any events other than the restoration of all things coming up? We hope many people will come. Yes, we're actually in April, In I think it's the first weekend in April, Jason, Miles, and I are going to be doing a worship conference at Cedar Creek. Oh, wow. Uh, with, with Greg Ordway. That will be the first weekend in April. And wow. um, any all I make all my music available. Um, the Quantum Love is two hours of live uh spontaneous it's very good between the three of us and that's available on nancy on global ascension network's yeah. um, product page it's called quantum love worship and then i also um you can't download it but you can i also have it on my youtube channel which is laura c worship and soundcloud i think soundcloud because i have a lot of other yeah. songs on there as well I've listened to that and it, I yeah. I love it. It's great, Thank great you. stuff. So. Thank you so much. So if you're listening to this and um, it is uh, not past March of uh, 2020, <laughs> then <laughs> encourage you to go to our website right up here at kingdomtalksmedia.com to get signed up for that that um, conference and you can sign up online. So the live stream, yeah. what we're doing is actually going to have like a, a live studio audience of, of you know a smaller group 
maybe 60 to 80 people. Whoa. But then we're going to make this, you know, one of the most interactive online conferences um, that, you know, I, I, I don't know who else has done them before. I know they have been done, but but I don't know who's done them in, in our, you know, uh, uh, um, pathway, whatever. <laughs> you know? So anyway, we're, we're looking forward to, to doing this. And again, it's going to be done through Zoom, so people can tune in through Zoom, oh, wow, and they can great. interact with us as well as it will be live on, uh, you know, our our private um, page on on Kingdom Talks Media. So, oh, looking forward wait. to it. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Miles will be there as well. So yes. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that because I haven't heard that from him yet. So <laughs> I gotta get a hold of him. So anyway, uh, we want to thank all of you for being here and listening. Thank you, Laura, so so much for being on here. Uh, so honor you and, and just are blessed by you oh, with your music you. and your testimony and nice your testimony. Thank, thank you for being you. on here, so and much. thank you to my beautiful wife, <laughs> and um, we are um, my amazing wife little inside story but she's amazing and beautiful anyway uh so if you would like to be a partner and get the behind the scenes stuff uh, i encourage you to go to kingdom talks media uh the website right above us and ask for or actually click on the partnership button and look at the different levels of partnership yeah. that you can engage with there we so appreciate each and every one of you who are who have partnered with us because it's you that has helped us get this to where it is now and there's so much more that we're doing. We're bringing on a Spanish channel. We're bringing on uh, some other channels that are going to be coming on probably in the next two to three months. Wow. And uh, even have opportunity. Uh, we've got a ways to go. But um, for, you know, there's a group that have asked us to come on a, um, uh, I guess it's a uh, Eastern, um, let's see, I'm trying to think of what, what anyway, 106 channels that in its television in over overseas and anyway yeah. we are excited we've been invited to do two half hour shows a week there so uh, believing that the funds are going to come in so that we can do that as well just getting this message out it's such a beautiful message of freedom and love and joy and peace um and, and power and authority it's oh. awesome so we're thanking each and every one of you partners for engaging with us and uh, we will see you all next time so blessings. All right. Love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.